Hello and welcome to Jungle Gym from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. From Puck, the comic weekly, The Adventures of Jungle Jim. Jungle Jim, defender of the right, world traveler, and man of action. Based on the comic strip, the same name that appears in Puck, the comic weekly. Jim Bradley, known as Jungle Jim, and his friends, Lil Debril and Colu, are in Rio de Janeiro, where they have rescued a medical missionary, Dr. Omu, from a brutal beating. After hearing his story, they decided to go to Dr. Omu's country, Konoland, in Equatorial Africa, to investigate the enslavement of the natives there. Meanwhile, a beautiful woman named Juliana Quist has tried to divert their mission and send Jim on a fool's errand up the Amazon. Now, Lil has just opened a box containing the corsage of orchids to discover, nestled in the pale purple petals, a live tarantula. Drop it, Lil. Oh, oh Jim, how horrible. Wait, give me your slipper. Here. There. Oh. That does for him. Can, can I look now, Jim? Okay. Got the remains in this newspaper. Oh. Boy, he was a mean-looking thing. Oh, I'll see. That man-killing spider got at you, Lil. Gee. Well, you're a pretty lucky girl. Oh, I don't know about that. Look at my lovely orchids. They're ruined. Well, I like that. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, Jim. I'm only joking. <laughs> Seriously, though, I wonder who planted that spider in the corsage. Whoever it is wants us out of the way badly enough to try to murder it. Well, come on. We'll get Colo and have dinner. That is, if this uh, incident has made you lose your appetite. Well, it has, but uh, if I make a gallant effort, I think I may be able to sit up and take some dirt. <laughs> All right, Lil. <laughs> we'll order a nice clear broth. You see, Colo, from the little Dr. Olmo was told us, I have no doubt that this mining syndicate is practicing slavery. Mm. But in order to make an effective complaint to the United Nations, we've got to go to Connellan and get the facts. Colo understands, Juan Jim. But uh, does not Dr. Olmo have facts? He may have, but I'd rather not proceed on hearsay, even though I'm sure he's telling the truth. We can go there, get the evidence, and then work from a solid foundation. That's right, Colo. And if the situation is as bad as Dr. Olmo says it is, it can't be remedied too soon. Right. The plane will get us to Dakar by tomorrow morning. And from there, it's only a few days by riverboat to Connellan. Well, how do you know there's a boat, Jim? Oh, I'm only guessing, Bill. Most trading in Africa is done by riverboats. Oh. So I just assume there must be one, especially if that mining syndicate is really shipping ore out of the country. That's one Jim right, Miss Lil. Yes, I suppose he is. Uh, Cole will have packing to do if we leave tonight. Uh, Miss Lil, one Jim, excuse Cole will go now. All excuse right, Cole. Cole. We'll follow pretty soon. Hey, Jim, if we do find evidence of slavery in Kono land, how can the U.N. stop it? Well, after we present our facts to the Secretary General, he'll probably put them before the Assembly. Uh-huh. The Assembly can act on them and request the state supervising Connellan to take measures to wipe out the conditions. I see. No wonder Dr. Omo was so anxious for us to get word to the U.N., huh? Still. What? Turn your head casually and look toward the doorway. My blonde friend, Juliana Quist, has just come in. She has two very tough characters with her. Uh-oh. I see her. She is good-looking, Jim. And I think I know why she's here. Why? To put the finger on us. Come on, let's get out of here. I don't like this. All right. Jim, those two men are following us. I know. Hurry, little. Let's get to your room as fast as we can. Get packed, little. We're leaving right away. All right. You don't think that they're going to try something right here in the hotel, do you? We're not going to give them the chance. I'll get Colo and we'll be out of here in 15 minutes. All right, Jim. I've only a few things to put away. All right. 
it. That's it for Mr. Grimm. Say, you're not the bellhop. What do you want? Just this, senor. Oh. Pedro. Girl, Pedro, get her. I get her, Mindy. You keep away from me. Get her. Oh. Oh. You stay down, pig. Oh. With Jim half-conscious on the floor from the effects of the sudden and unexpected attack, and Lil struggling in the arms of the other thug, it appears that Juliana Quist has obtained the upper hand. Be with us in just a minute when we continue the adventures of Jungle Jim. But meanwhile, let me tell you, you're in for extra pleasure if you're one of the millions of folks who read Puck, the comic weekly. Yes, over 20 million readers know they can count on it for action, thrills, and adventure. They know that the brilliant full-color pages of Puck, the comic weekly, now in two big sections, contain over two dozen top-notch features, features that make it America's favorite funnies. Blondie, Maggie and Jiggs, the Lone Ranger, Little Annie Rooney, Dick's Adventures, Jimmy Hatlow's They'll Do It Every Time are among them. They're all on hand every week to bring you that extra reading pleasure. And it's easy to get your share. For Puck, the Comic Weekly, the big two-section color comic, is distributed by leading Sunday papers from coast to coast. One of them brings it to this city. So ask for that paper. Look for the figure of Puck and the name, the Comic Weekly, at the top of the front page. Now, back to Jungle Jim. Jim Bradley's head is swimming as he painfully pulls himself to a sitting position. The thug who struck him is standing over him, ready to let him have another. On the other side of the room, Lil has ceased to struggle against the overwhelming strength of the second gangster. The brother sits quietly, Bradley. But this time I kick you right in the teeth. Spoil that so nice profile. What? What do you want, anyway? You've been warned. Do not take warning. This time we're through with words. Now we finish you and your beautiful friend. You can't get away with murder. Right here in the hotel. Why, one gunshot, you'll have 50 people out in the corridor. Not use a gun. See, I have your very nice sharp knife. It will slide so easily between your ribs. Or if you prefer, Pedro has strong hands. They will close around your throat. And it's two minutes. What was that noise? I didn't hear any noise. Oh, you leave door open and swing. I go see if anyone outside. There's no one. <coughs> Good work, Carlo. Now the other one. Stay away or I throttle oh, her. Oh, no, you don't. <coughs> Bring your arm if you do not let go. <coughs> leave this one to me, Swan Jim. Other man getting up. I'll take care of him. <coughs> well, that settles there, Hash. How are you, Lil? Oh, I should be asking you that. You're the one who took those punches. Oh, they didn't hurt a bit. Colo, uh, you came just in time. Okay. Uh, Colo, here, noises come from this room. Listen at the door. Here, man say he kill you. So open the door quietly, see what goes on. Man comes to the door and I hit him. Almost break knuckles. Oh, fine work, Colo. Now, let's get out of here in a hurry. I'm sure Quist hasn't run out of ideas yet, and from the samples, I've had enough of them. So have I. Do you know telling these over to police one, Jim? No, no, Colo. That would mean having to stay here to testify against him. I want to leave on tonight's plane. But first, let's get Dr. Sabat out of the hospital where Dr. Omo is. We'll need his help. All right, Jim. Lead the way. You see, Dr. Sabata, Quist and a car full of men were waiting outside the hotel and came after us. Uh, Our driver managed to lose them, but... Well, I'm sure they're waiting for us somewhere along the road to the airport. Mm -hmm. Is there only one road to the airport, one, Jim? Mm, as far as I know, Colo. Uh, what about that, Dr. Sabata? I'm afraid there is only one road from the city to the airport, and there are plenty of places on it where you might be ambushed. 
It's well you didn't go directly there. Well, as a matter of fact, we're here for two reasons. To leave word for Dr. Omo that we're on our way to Connelland, and also to borrow an ambulance. Borrow an ambulance? That's right, Doctor. With your help, we can masquerade as patients. An ambulance is just about the last thing our friends would think of stopping. Ah, that is an excellent idea. And I have just the thing. An old army ambulance entirely closed except for two small windows high in the back. And I myself will drive you. Fine. Thank you, Doctor. We'll start now and give ourselves plenty of time. Gosh, it's stuffy in this thing. Mm, smell of disinfectant. Uh, I wouldn't mind that so much if only I could look out. Ooh, awful being cooped up like this. <laughs> we know can look out, but they know can look in. Uh, Ambulance, very good idea. Gosh, I'm beginning to suffer from claustrophobia. Jim, please get on that speaking tube again, will you, and ask Dr. Sabata if he sees anything. All right, Lil. Any sign of him yet, Dr. Sabata? No. The road is clear so far. But we are just entering a desolate stretch. And this would seem the most logical place. Uh, wait, wait. I see something now. What is it? About 200 yards down. A car parked across the road. Almost blocking it entirely. I do not know, but I can manage to squeeze by. Anyone in the car, Dr. Sabata? Wait until you get a little closer. Huh? Yes. Yes, I see now. There are three men in the car and two outside. No, no, no. One of the persons inside is a woman. The two outside. Examining the tire. Oh, Jim, this is it. Our good friend Juliana Quist and company. What shall I do, Mr. Bradley? Uh, play it natural, Dr. Sabata. Just as you would if you really had a cargo of patients back here. Very well. The men are waiting to stop, but I'll keep going. Oh, they do not move aside. I will have to stop. You will have to move out of my way, senores, if I am to go by. They are tired of trouble. You have a pump we can borrow. I am sorry, but there is no pump in the ambulance. An ambulance without a tire pump? They're not trained. Perhaps you are mistaken. Will you allow me to look inside? You may not look inside. I have patience in there. They will not disturb your patience. I forbid you to get into the ambulance. That is very ungenerous. An ambulance is the symbol of humanity. And yet you refuse to aid us when we are in distress. I help fit people, not take automobiles. Then I'm afraid we shall just have to help ourselves. With or without your permission, we will look inside. You will regret this, senor. What do you mean? Inside the ambulance, I have three very sick people. I am taking them to an isolation camp. Isolation camp? From what do they suffer? Cholera. Cholera? You idiot. Why did you say so at once? Get that cat wagon away from me. Hurry. Don't let it go. But there's cholera inside, senorita. I do believe such a stupid lie, Mendez. He would not be taking cholera patients away from the hospitals. Get out of that ambulance, doctor. But I get out. And I order my men to shoot. Very well. Now we're in for it. Right one, Jim. Let's see how we can't cholera get so many. You see? Here they are, just as I expected. Ah. Mr. Bradley, you will get out of this ambulance, please. And your friends also. We're coming. Bring the ropes. We will tie them up. Your pardon, senorita. It is well you came back to that hotel and got me. I have a score to settle with Bradley. Why, you... If you didn't have those gunmen behind you, you wouldn't dare to attack. That only adds to the pleasure, senor. And now you... Uh, Don't fight back, Colo. Is this necessary, Miss Quist? 
I am afraid Mendez is a man who nurses a grudge. Enough of that, Mendez. Tie them up. Why bother? Let us kill them right here. No. The master wants to talk to them first. Quickly tie them and throw them back into the ambulance. You can certainly take a half hour for the pleasure of killing them. No? Jim and his friends, tied hand and foot, are thrown back into Dr. Sabata's ambulance, which has served as a taxi. Will it now become a hearse for Jungle Jim and his friends? Be with us next week when we continue the adventures of Jungle Jim. Still up.